It's the Odd Drunk Podcast, a very strange podcast, the drunkest show in the world. It's Jackson and Colton talking out of their ass. We don't care as long as drinks are poor. Sometimes we have our friends here. We will talk about anything. Anything. We don't care as long as we have beer. And if you let that whiskey ring. Drunk hey everybody i don't know what's so funny <laughs> i don't know what's so funny about it but welcome back to the hot drunk podcast colloquially known as the odd drunk pod that's what i'm starting to brand it as now odd drunk pod short sweet and simple i noticed it, I noticed <laughs> it. makes sense um, though it's nice it's our instagram handle too at yeah. odd drunk pod anyways <laughs> tonight or today we're recording an unusual time for us. It's like three in the afternoon. Yeah, it's just about. <laughs> but um, <laughs> we are going to be discussing uh, the video games of 1991. Yeah. Uh, video games in time. It's <laughs> We previously, uh, we did the 2012 episode back on, it was episode 101. Yeah. yeah. It was right after our 100th episode special, which if you've been listening or if you're new, uh if you're new, go listen to it without any context. That'd be great. Yeah. But, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, and if you follow us on Instagram, you already know that we already recorded this episode. <laughs> but uh, due to unforeseen circumstances, uh, the uh, we can, uh, the recording is unusable. I fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. <laughs> it was an act of whatever you believe in. <laughs> <laughs> it really was an act of Colton, yeah, fucking up. I forgot. But we all make mistakes. I I, uh, I forgot. And... I forgot to plug in <laughs> the microphones. Yeah, but we never knew the whole time we were recording <laughs> because, as far as the headphone amp and everything, it sounded right. Yeah. And uh, by the time we got done recording, Colton virtually immediately yeah. said. I forgot to plug in the mixer. (laughs) But anyways, right away. (laughs) And we were, you know, deciding whether or not to post the episode on time, but shitty quality. Cause I honestly think it was a good episode. Yeah. If it wasn't for the quality. However, I am glad we got more time for this. Yeah. Actually. And to make up for it, we will be releasing this episode Monday, today. Yeah, on Monday the twenty first. As we're recording this, this yeah. is live. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, this is gonna be the <laughs> most live experience you've ever experienced, <laughs> as far as our podcast goes. Yeah, the most live <laughs> yeah. ever. Uh, that yeah, concert so you went to, that wasn't really live. This episode will be up uh, Monday, the following week, instead of when it was supposed to come out Friday. Yeah, but if you're listening, it's already out. That's how it works, Colton. Just, just, Isn't that crazy? Just, I'm, I'm not going to think about it too, too much. This episode is already out. Is it? Yeah, yeah the people... Wow. That guy listening on his trip home <laughs> or in bed... Whatever you're doing, my friend. This episode's already out. I don't want to weird you out, though. I'm... I'm, uh... I'm perfectly weirded out. We are... I'm very weirded out right Hey, now. we are the odd... 
drunk podcast so yeah. it makes sense if we're a little weirded out here <laughs> that as our slogan goes we we like we like weird and you wackadoos out yeah your new slogan <laughs> <laughs> anyways yeah so what we did on the 2012 episode we looked at the video games that came out that year and determined whether if it was a good year or not for video games as a whole and essentially we quickly found out that it's a very mid year yeah it was uh, uh <laughs> not yeah. bad not not necessarily nothing few, stand out really a few good games but it wasn't like mass effect great. 3 which i know it has a lot of fans but that's not just a that's not a game that really hits me personally yeah. dishonored but it was a lot of sequels and a lot of just like yeah yeah, that was a fine game, but nothing. Yeah, it was just game breaking. It was just decent. No pun intended. It was fine. So yeah, we're here to talk about. We're traveling back in time. Do 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 to the year nineteen hundred ninety one. Yeah, we, we, we're like a <laughs> Seattle. We're like a hacker man. Yeah, like hacker man. We hacked ourselves back into time. <laughs> yeah, I saw this skit <laughs> into, I, I for- a, into retro. <laughs> I forgot where world. this skit came from. But it was like a, you know, a heist movie, and they were assembling the team. But it turned out the whole team was the hacker guy. <laughs> Everybody was a different kind of hacker guy. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. I, I was thinking I, I, it might have been a uh, corridor digital thing. I, I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it seems like something they would do. I was thinking about uh, what the Kung Fury. That movie, yeah, where it's like I need to go back in time to the to the Viking age. <laughs> and the the hacker man hacks him back into time. Yeah, and there's laser dinosaurs. Oh yeah, yeah. He's <laughs> he's like he goes back in time and he's like, What time period is this? And she's like, The Viking Age. He's like, that explains the laser velociraptors. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways, <Great> yeah. Movie. <laughs> uh so we're gonna discuss the big games and games that we've played, not necessarily big ones, that uh came out in nineteen ninety one. Yeah. And spoiler alert, yeah, it's a really good year. Yep. Uh yeah. If you want to, well, keep listening, but just saying, it's a good year. And I think if you are any, if you're into gaming and especially retro gaming, you will know many of these games, if not all the big ones we talk, at least the big ones, you'll know them. Yeah. Um, so anyways, before we get into that, uh, Colton, uh, we got to discuss something. Yeah. Hey, hey, we, we have a <laughs> matter to settle. Hey, hey Jackson. Hey Colton, <laughs> what are you drinking tonight? What are you drinking tonight? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Jackson. Because you're the only one that got something on theme. Yeah, I got from a level. <laughs> In fact, I need a picture of that. Level Beer Company, uh, Game On IPA, and it's it's got like Mario the original Mario graphics. Yeah. Except instead of Mario, it's a guy like a hop farmer or whatever, a beer brewer. Uh, oh, it has a little guy on it. A little guy on the side. Oh, it is a hop farmer. Hops, yeah. Level beer. Looks like a hipster from Portland, Oregon. We've had a lot of good beers from Portland. Uh, yeah, isn't there's some, um there's some good breweries out there? Uh, Rogue. No, Rogue, no, Rogue uh, is, is Rogue? in Oregon. I don't. Oregon. I don't think it's Portland. Uh, Fremont is from Oregon. I think. Fremont. It's yeah. from Fremont. <laughs> Yeah. Fremont, Oregon, I but believe. This is a good one. But yeah, Oregon's um, good. Oregon. Oh, uh, Ecliptic Brewing, or whatever they're called. Uh, they're from Yeah, Portland. they're from Portland. Yeah, with the 
Uh, Starburst IPA. Good IPA, I'd say. Uh, yeah, this is a good one. It's it's pretty hoppy. It's uh, I'm gonna try it if you don't mind. I do not mind. Yeah. Definitely in fact, something. I should put these in the fridge in a second. <laughs> <laughs> it's for a future episode. We're not banking them. No. Why, why would we do why that? Would, yeah, why would we have to do that? <laughs> <laughs> We're not nerds. Yeah. But anyways, I'm going to try it. Level um, Brewing's game on. We, we've had... Didn't you have the Zelda one? Yeah, yeah. So they have another uh, beer that has like a Zelda-themed artwork on it. And we had that um, on another episode. It might have been on the last video game episode that we had it. I'm not sure. Um, you know, that's a, that's a refreshing IPA. It's, yeah, it's 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 on the hoppier side, but it, it's not. But like, not too uh, much. It's yeah. not overblown, and it's what I expect from an IPA. Honestly, yeah. I mean, a hoppy beer. <laughs> I, I like it, quite but no, a bit. it is good. Yeah. Uh, I, and like with any IPA, though, it, they do uh, decrease in quality the warmer they get. You don't want a warm no, yeah. IPA. It's no, got to be cold. That's nasty. Warm IPA. <laughs> <laughs> Very na- I've had them plenty of times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in desperate circumstances. Yes. Uh, I've had... Uh, <laughs> I remember the good old days. The good the, old days. The college the, days. The college days where I had, uh, you know... Wake up in the middle of the night, be like really thirsty after just night dehydrate it, and then the and, only and thing and you there's have a, there's a like a a, a beer in <laughs> like reaching distance, and I'm like, yeah, fuck it, and I take a sip, and I immediately well, regret <laughs> it because it was like a half-finished IPA that's been sitting out. Yeah, I remember one time I woke up around three in the morning, super dry mouth because it gets dry here, and wasn't. I've been running a humidifier lately for a lot of reasons to help sinuses, but also just so dry here and. But anyways, I woke up one morning, super dry cotton mouth, and uh, the only liquid near me was a half-finished Modus Mandarina. Uh, yeah. I've... That's been sitting for a few at least a few hours. Yeah. Opened. So flat and warm. And you have like the, the, that and... split moment like <laughs> decision-making process in your head. Do I where get you're up? Like, where, yeah, do I get up? And go get some water. Yeah. Or do I hope that this beer right here is refreshing enough? (laughs) And it never is. And I drank it, and I was like, this is awful. But I I continued to drink it because it's all I had. Yeah. Uh, You know, desperate times. I'm glad to say I don't – I don't do that anymore. I do not. Yeah, not anymore. <laughs> that's that's the old days. I keep a glass of water. Oh, I, I like the details in this beer as well. It says um, it's got, like, score points on the top. It's got beer bottle number 88. Yeah, I don't know. World one dash one time eight eight. Hmm. I wonder what the eights mean. I don't know. Uh. Yeah. Who cares? It yeah. says a big juicy citrus hop aroma with lots of hop flavor. Yeah, and moderate bitterness, balanced by a smooth malt backbone. No, yeah, it's just the right amount of hoppy. I would say. Yeah, it's. it's There's pretty, any more hop? It's a pretty than, good one. It would not. Uh, yeah, and this was the last uh, six pack at the store. Oh, really? Yeah. So, and that's saying a lot considering you work at a liquor store. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the last one we had. Yeah. And I made I made sure to get it before someone else bought it. <laughs> uh, First dibs. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, level, level. 
And did yeah. we already we rolled that intro a while ago, right? I yeah. would hope. Yeah, it's okay. It's happened. It's, it's, it's happened. It's okay. Come and it's gone. I forgot to and... do my bit. <laughs> I'm a little off my rocker today. <laughs> it's, Anyways, it's a weird it's a weird episode. <laughs> it's it's weird because we've already for one, we've already done this episode. And two, it's a uh, yeah, I've been a little bit under the weather, and I'm, like, now recovering, and I probably shouldn't be drinking, but I am. Yeah. <laughs> and also, it's, like, the middle of the day on a Monday. It's just weird. Yeah. And I but got, I got, due to circumstances. I got a pack tonight because I'm you going got a, out of town in the morning. Yeah, for and, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Are you, so, you you going to? Up to Denver. Beep. Yeah. You can bleep that if you want. Yeah. Just so you don't want people tracking you down. Oh, yeah. They'll track me down in a big city. <laughs> yeah. Be like, you're that guy from that podcast. That I hate. <laughs> I'll be like, oh, no, it's a rival podcast. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, let's get into this episode <laughs> and let's make it as the least weird it can be. Anyways. Yeah, I you know. Got, you, got some, already... you got something. I do have though. something. Yeah, oh, my should, God. I forgot. You should mention that. And, well, it's fr- <laughs> frustrating me. I have bamboo rum, and we've had it multiple times on the show by now. Yeah, it's good I shit. love it this time of year because it's a little bit on the sweeter side. It mixes really well with eggnog if you want to try mm, that out. Yeah. And, but you have to get the right brand. Uh, I guess Southern Comfort's okay. But, <laughs> but there's a brand <laughs> I found. It's not even like a big name brand. I think it's just like a might be Albertsons. They have a really good one. Yeah. But either way, um, and I'm talking about non-alcoholic Southern Comfort. Yeah. But anyways, <laughs> Bamboo Rum, yeah, it's a little bit on the sweeter side, but it's a really good just standalone. Like, it doesn't – you can enjoy that. Even if you're not, like, a rum drinker or just an alcohol drinker where you sip on it, I think this would be a good entryway. Because yeah. it's on the sweeter side. It's got some vanilla notes. Um, some may say it's vanilla forward. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Jackson, but, uh, isn't that what they called you in you high go. school? <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a callback. But no, it's a really good rum. It's one of my favorites now. I do, if I want just a more traditional tasting rum from them, I'll get their 20-year reserve. Oh, It's yeah, in the black bat bottle. Yeah. It's a... Yeah, it's going to be a, a little bit uh, harder hitting, you know, uh, rum. I yeah, mean, there's yeah. no other way to explain it. <laughs> it's just stronger, but not not really much stronger percentage, just in taste. But, uh, yeah, Bamboo's just original. I definitely recommend, always. It's pretty good stuff. I like that stuff a lot. We, we like rum here on the, on the pod. Like, um, drinking this... It's just satisfying. It's just it's, really, it's comforting. It doesn't feel like tasty, I have to, yeah. I, I don't have to like um, prepare myself for it. There's some drinks that even I like that I have to prepare myself. Yeah, like, I've definitely. Take a breath. All right. Yeah, there's, there's, a, <laughs> there's a few uh, feel like that. But no, this one's really easy going. I mean, really smooth, and, but not too sweet. If you don't like liqueurs, it's not like that. It, no. It's just like the perfect balance anyways let's get into this episode let's do that so the video games of 1991 yeah we we picked this year through a random year generator 
Yeah, because uh, for the first one, we just picked, we went back 10 years. We did 2012. We were like, that was a very mid year. But yeah, and this one, random year generator. Yeah. You got 91. Yeah. I got 2014. Yeah. <laughs> 2014's not bad. It's not as bad as we remembered. Yeah. We looked it up. <laughs> yeah, it's. Uh... But we went 91. We wanted to go back further, you know? And with we both have a Nintendo Switch, the OLED, mm-hmm. OLED one, which yeah. is really nice. I recommend it if you want to, if you're looking for a new console or you're wanting to upgrade. Yeah. The, the OLED it's, is it's, like the perfect Switch. It's worth the extra 50 bucks, I think. Uh, like, I prefer playing it on the its screen, just the portable yeah, mode or just a really a, nice screen. on the table because it's just really bright colors all the pixels really shine it's just really satisfying um and it's the switch so you know put it on your tv take it with you to work whatever i mean yeah i i would say as much as i love what next gen graphics have done the switch is probably one of the most one of probably the best console to come out it's so just because it's so convenient it's so just easy i mean it's and, just and with, it's, as someone with like a full-time job it's, and stuff going on it's so much easy i don't know sometimes uh when you don't have to take up the whole tv you, yeah you can well, it's play like, in your bed but but well, if you it's, want it's like sometimes you know i get home from work late at night and it's like uh you know i don't want to sit down on the couch you just and, want and boot up the tv and all that to start playing lay a video down play game. some games yeah i can just buy it feels easier to pull out the switch and lay in bed and play it for also, half an hour. Kind of like how some people like read a book before they go to bed. Yeah, it's like you know, that. But play games. a half hour of <laughs> Zelda before you go yeah. to bed. You know, um, <laughs> and you know, with the Joy Cons, you know, you can play a lot of two-player games just with the Joy Cons it comes with. Yeah, it's a little limiting, but still, you can do it. You don't True. have to buy another seventy-dollar pair of Joy Cons or another controller. Yeah. Um, <laughs> They do make some the uh, wired ones are wired ones are way like cheaper, yeah. 30, 40 bucks. And then there's aftermarket wireless yeah. ones that are. A lot Although cheaper. Uh, I have used the Pro controllers and they are really nice, very nice controllers. Yeah, um, very nice, very nice. <laughs> Poor that episode. We have one. That's a weird one. It's a yeah, it's an old <laughs> one too. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> Speaking of very important and influential con- consoles. I would be remiss if we didn't talk about uh, the SNES, SNES. That's like where we were going with the Switch. Yeah, exactly. uh, Which is also obviously Nintendo, unless you've been living under a rock for 30 plus years. Switch Online has the uh, emulators for the SNES. Yes. Uh, The Super Nintendo Entertainment System. Mm -hmm. That's what what it stands for. That that is what it stands for. (laughs) And I did have some facts about it. Where did those go? Okay, yeah, here we go. So, (laughs) sorry. I was going to try to make it a little bit more organic. Not as prepared. This is one of those episodes (laughs) where I feel tired even though I slept eight hours and didn't go to work today or anything. No, but I will say, like I said earlier, I'm glad we had more time to play these games, actually. uh, Because now I can say even more, and now I can be a little bit more, maybe a little bit more critical. And not as just like... Foaming out the mouth about classic games. I'm just gonna foam out the mouth. <laughs> I'm gonna stick to that. Well, uh, there's tactic. there's some things I I gotta get out there, but um, 
So yeah, the first major 16-bit console wasn't the SNES. It was actually the Sega Genesis, which beat mm-hmm. it by two years, released in 1989. And SNES, when it released in Japan until November of 1990. And then it would yeah. uh, reach uh, release uh, North America in 91. Because the NES was just still selling so well. Yeah, the... Yeah. <laughs> NES was making record sales at that even at that time. Yeah. Years after its the release. Genesis was good though. It's uh the Genesis does what Nintendo don't. don't. <laughs> I almost said Nintendo can't. <laughs> almost how would you ruin that? <laughs> we would, wouldn't we? I, I, that's definitely <laughs> something I would ruin. <laughs> <laughs> well, in the Sega obviously in ninety one, which is the year we're talking about, uh Sonic. Yeah. Release the first Sonic game, Sonic probably the, the biggest, uh, probably like Sega is, game. Oh, yeah, Seg- <laughs> Sonic is Sega's main mascot yeah. in game series. They, 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 it's the, I mean, they, it's the competitor to Mario. It's no, the, it's the competitor to Mario, but you know, now it's, um, even more successful in Mario in some ways. I mean, in some ways. we've had, for one, we haven't had a bad Sonic movie. We've had a bad Mario movie. A really yeah. weird one. Yeah, yeah. Now, the Sonic <laughs> movie could have been bad if they went with the original uh, design yeah. for, <laughs> for Sonic. Yeah, the, the, the weird human Sonic. Yeah, like, human teeth and eyes. Yeah. It's a little... Weird, but they redesigned it. A little weirdo, yeah. And <laughs> Ugly Sonic is actually in the Chip and Dale uh, yeah. reboot movie. I think I, I think I mentioned in the uh, the original take of this that so the apparently the guy who designed Sonic for that movie uh, did not wait for studio approval to start redesigning it um, after the backlash. <laughs> yeah, as soon as yeah, as soon as that released, everyone flipped out. I don't even. I don't even like care. Well, I'm not. There, Sonic has a huge fan base and a really weird fan base. It's such a weird we, fandom. We did yeah. a creepy pasta episode a while ago, and a lot of them are Sonic based. Yeah, it's really, <laughs> really um, odd. And then you have everything with Chris Chan and that whole thing. Yeah. And then Sonic memes and no, 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 a, no shame furries. if you're a big Sonic fan. I like no. Sonic, you know. And I heard uh, Sonic Frontiers is actually a lot better than we thought it would be. And yeah. Because I remember from like some of the early footage they showed, just Sonic running on a field <laughs> and then doing a loop-de-loop every once in a while. And I was like, oh, it's, yeah, uh, they went open world with it. but it, Before they, they had released like the title of it and just were like showing like footage. No, they, but I've everyone seen... Everyone was joking like it's Sonic of the Wild. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's open world Sonic. But from what I've seen of it now, it looks really good. Like it does have those traditional tracks and stuff like throughout the map. And yeah, I might end up picking it up. Um, it's on every platform too, since it's yeah. Sega because Nintendo, you know, they still, as far as their, exclu- their games go, they only release on Nintendos. They don't get a PC port. Admittedly, it's get... one of the reasons to have a a switch these so days. you can have nintendo games yeah because i mean and that's a smart move from nintendo They're, because the while or the zelda tears of the kingdom well because you know next year you know as soon as if nintendo want to play that as soon as nintendo starts putting their games on pc officially or something like that nobody's gonna buy no because you won't have to nintendo console anymore, yeah. <laughs> the only reason you would buy a switch <laughs> is like what we said for its 
nice features, but you, you want to buy it for the games. You would buy it just to, ha- to have the Switch. Yeah. And, and at that point, buy a Steam Deck now. Uh, and there's also that competitor. So, yeah, it's really smart that Nite- Nintendo doesn't do a lot of smart things as far as uh, their franchises go. But <laughs> as far as protecting their games, yeah, they're good at that. <laughs> yeah. But it's also as far as, like, the movies and stuff go. Like, they've canceled so many projects that yeah. didn't even get off the ground. But we do have the Super Mario Brothers movie, which maybe we'll end up talking about because... It seems weird. Uh, I don't know how to well, feel about Well, a lot of a lot of it seems really good. Like, the animation's really good and crisp. It looks like 3D Mario, but just 4K'd. Yeah. H- however... Chris Pratt as Mario and not even doing an accent like barely. He doesn't just just from he's the just trailer, like hey it's me Mario. Yeah, just from the trailer, <laughs> just, it's just like he doesn't seem like he's like trying. And they actually have <laughs> the original voice actor for Mario in the movie. Yeah. So I don't understand I that, don't but know. they got Charlie Day as Luigi, which That's is a great. Good one Jack Black, is Jack Black Bowser. as Bowser. I didn't even know it was Jack Black in the trailer. I didn't even know that was Jack Black until yeah. I looked it up. I was like, it's he's just, actually trying a voice. It's just Chris Pratt seems like just a very strange choice, and he doesn't seem like he's trying. No, it seems he was, like he's he's a good voice actor too. He can be at least he in Lego Movie. He was, but good. in the Lego Movie, he was still just Chris Pratt. Yeah, but but he, it didn't matter because he was a new character. Yeah. Uh, but I, I don't think weird. that constitutes as a good voice actor. It's, that's just you're a recognizable celebrity. Yeah. And that's why they picked him. Yeah. It's it's just a weird choice. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, the trailer, I'm still going to see it. I, I'm going to see it. Yeah. Maybe not opening weekend or anything like that, but I'm going to see that movie. Um, but uh, anyways, going back. Also, I guess that counts as a tangent point. Let me introduce the tangent points. Right, right. That's an organic way to introduce it, Colton. Yeah. Come on. Uh, so, yeah, we have a new uh, tangent point system that came out f- a few weeks ago. And uh, basically, as soon as we go off topic. Now, this this only counts after the intro. Yeah. The intro, we can talk about whatever's happened in our lives or what we're drinking, whatever. But as soon as we start talking about topic and then we go off topic, that's a tangent. Yeah. We all know that. And uh, the rules are three strikes you're out. You get three tangent points, you have to take a shot. Mm-hmm. You can veto them, uh, the points, but uh, you would have to take that shot on immediately on the next episode. Yeah, it would start with. Let's so if take you a start shot. with three, yeah. ep- if you have three p- tangent points by the next episode, which the only way that will happen if we both agree to veto it. Yeah. Then you have to take a shot. Yep. So we're gonna keep track of those tangent. We're keep points. track of them. So we got one tangent point for this episode so far. And it doesn't matter if it's just one of us that did it. We both get the tangent points. Yeah, we're <laughs> we're in it together. Right or die. Yeah, we're in it together. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so going back to ninety one and yeah. the SNES and Genesis and everything. So when the Genesis launched, it only had three titles: F Zero, Pilot Wings, and Super Mario World, all which I've I played. With the the SNES launched. When the SNES launched. You said Genesis. I said SNES. I thought you said Genesis. I said Genesis before that, earlier. Uh, yeah. Don't mess with my mind like that, Colton. I'm, you can play <laughs> it back if, if you think I said the Genesis uh, I'm probably, at us. I'm probably wrong. <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, Sega Struck Gold was Sonic in 91, but however, 
the SNES would dominate in sales. It would sell 49.2 million units compared to Sega's 29 million, which is still nothing to scoff at. But uh, yeah, also that's compared to, I think the NES ended up selling like 89 million units. Yeah, and and the the SNES like matched Sega sales like. Like Sega's yearly sales within like four months of it. Really yeah, cool. it blew up. Yeah. Of course it would, because <laughs> the NES was still selling like hotcakes before that came out. Yeah, and um, the only con, the first console in Nintendo's lineup to beat. Actually, I think out of any consoles, maybe at least in Nintendo's lineup, the only con- console to beat the SNES wouldn't be until the Wii's release. And I don't think Nintendo's matched the Wii's sales yet. I don't think they have. Like, Maybe the Switch? The Wii was a fucking cult. Everyone and their grandma. Phenomenon. Yeah. Actually, a lot of grandmas. <laughs> yeah. They still play Wii's at retirement homes. Yeah. Wii Sports. Which is cool. Wii Sports was good. <laughs> <laughs> Remember Matt? Yeah. From Wii Sports? Yeah. <laughs> he was like the top guy and everything. Um, and there's like all kinds of memes. But anyways, so yeah, um, SNES, I mean, was huge. It wasn't the first console to use 16-bit graphics, but it was the con- – and it wasn't even like the – like the Genesis had a better processor. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, the it SNES, technically- when they designed it, they got the guy who designed the NES out of retirement to help design it, and they put a big focus on um, – like the colors and pixels on the screen to be mm-hmm. able to like prioritize like the um kind of the, the experience, not the raw power of it. You know? Yeah, like maybe you can't have as many moving en- en- enemies on screen or you know yeah. whatever. But it's gonna look but fucking it's, good. And they <laughs> do. Know? They still look good. Like, well, yeah, they have some shitty looking games that are really dated. But like out of the games we played. I mean, they're just timeless. Like, 16-bit graphics... I mean, indie developers still make games with 16-bit graphics, like yeah. Shovel Knight, for instance. Yeah. Hell, Undertale went back to 8-bit. Yeah. So it <laughs> proves worked. that uh, it works. Um, this The SNES, though, is kind of the beginning of uh, Nintendo. It, they, they, the Nintendo's always have a, had the um, kind of... Every console that comes out, they they prioritize the user experience over the raw power of the console. Yeah. It's it's always been the case. Even the Switch, which is actually like not bad for a Nintendo console as far as performance-wise. I mean, it can run the Witcher 3. Yeah, surprisingly, it's actually <laughs> a really good port. Um, nice. <laughs> I played Doom Eternal on it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, you get a graphic downgrade, but it runs. Yeah. And it runs good enough. Yeah, it's on it's on sale right now. I mean, yeah, bucks. I don't have that FPS counter uh, on there, but I mean, it but, feels uh, pretty good. But yeah, the, and but the Switch was uh, underpowered when it came out, uh, which is why some people think there's going to be a reveal of a new Nintendo console, Switch the next Pro, co- or couple years or something like that. <laughs> but um, but yeah, this is it started with the SNES, where they're like, we're going to prioritize the just the user experience, yeah, over processors and stuff. And it turned out it worked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, we're fortunate enough. You have emulators. Mm-hmm. I also have emulators, but mostly I've been playing them on the Switch. Yeah. Uh, I got to play all the major games uh, that are on this list. and the As far as emulators go, the Switch Online ones are really solid. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, with the 2012 episode, no, we didn't bother playing those games. We- <laughs> 
remembered them yeah. enough. None of I didn't feel like I had to jump in to play them to remember. Yeah, there were a few of them like, that I had played recently. But for now year. on, we will play at least a couple of the games, depending on the year and depending on how accessible they are. Yeah. Um, but we will try to play some of them so we have a direct hands-on I hope experience. we don't get 2018. I hope we do because it has amazing games. No, I hope we don't because I, what, here's what's going to happen. <laughs> Is I'm gonna boot up Red Dead Redemption Two, and that's gonna be the only game you and play. I'm just gonna get sucked into it and forget about playing all the other games. <laughs> yeah. um, well, I mean, <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, 2018 is. Yeah. But we, but with the, the but Switch I don't online, that. we were able to play them. I do want to um, mention I, I did. Well, use, speaking of 2018, I, have, I mean, God of War, Spider Man, and Red Dead Redemption Two all in one year. Uh, wow. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been. I also have an emulator uh, going through a RetroArch emulator yeah um so i was able to play some of the like sonic I nice i i didn't get to play that. sonic I, I um but i've played it plenty in my life yeah, i have some thoughts on it in uh, fact uh <laughs> i was surprised we'll get there because playing these old games in the past way before planning this ep- episode or anything i was surprised how many of these games i've already played yeah that are from 91 yeah because 91, as it turns out, is just a huge year. And let's also not forget, this is the heyday of the Game Boy as well. Yeah, didn't the Game Boy release? 89. 89, yeah. Yep. So um, so the Game Boy Color hadn't come out yet. No, it was still black um, and white. And I have some Game Boy games I've and played. Some of the most couple. iconic Game Boy games didn't come out until the mid-90s. Yeah. Like Pokemon mm-hmm. was like 94, 90, 98, actually. It was late 90s. Yeah. Um, but there are some solid Game Boy games from that era, and I've been recently very into um, the retro handheld uh, community. Uh, so, like, I have um, a couple little retro handhelds that you can play uh, like Game Boy stuff on, and they're very cool. Yeah, you have that one emulator one, right? Yeah, yeah, it's somewhere around here. Uh, uh, it's way over there across the room. The uh, Bit Boy, Bit Boy, which uh, you know, it's not the most powerful handheld emulator. But it's actually... Can it run Yoshi's World? No. Okay. Because I remember you said <laughs> yeah, that's like the... A lot of people use that as kind of test. a benchmark test yeah, the for benchmark these retro test. handhelds. Yeah. <laughs> can they run Yoshi? It's like the can, can it run Crisis? <laughs> can it run handheld. Yoshi's World? Um, <laughs> yeah. Or Yoshi's Island. Uh, yeah, Yoshi's yeah. Island. Yeah, sorry. Yoshi's um, World wouldn't come out till later. Yeah, that was... 64? Game? Yeah, I think I think so. The uh, 3D one? Yeah. But uh, BitBoy is a solid one. It's not the most powerful one, but it's properly actually pocket-sized. Yeah, and that's cool. Uh, some of them are like how the Nintendo Switch is pocket-sized. Quote-unquote. <laughs> <laughs> or the Switch Lite is The Switch Lite y- could be. If, if you have a big if pocket. If you have a big pocket. <laughs> the regular Switch, no. Yeah. You got to get your carrying case. Anyway, so let's talk about some of the big games. And these are all games I've played. Um, you can also pull up the list online, uh, just in case there's any games we... Yeah, there's definitely games we didn't get to play, yeah. and definitely some big ones we didn't get to play. There's a few but, that um, we'll uh, Let's start with a good... But, uh, let's start with a good baseline, Super Mario World. Oh, yeah. And we've discussed it before, obviously, because we recorded this, but... <laughs> um, yeah, it's a good Mario game. I mean, it's yeah. just a if nice like- 2D Mario adventure... It's got the colors and 16-bit graphics, good vibes. Yeah. Uh, it introduces Yoshi. I like, you get the, the I like Super Yoshi. Mario cape and everything. Yeah. And 
yeah, it's just a fun Mario game. But uh, and I remember playing the Flash version all the time, like on Miniclip or on Newgrounds, wherever they had it. Yeah. And I, that was one of my earlier experiences with 2D Mario. Actually, playing the Flash game online. But aside from Super Mario Three World, I mean Super Mario Bros. Three, mm-hmm. which I believe is what came out before this one. Yeah, yeah, that was the one right that was before that. The last one on NES, at yeah. least the last mainline one. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like we discussed before, yeah, Super Mario Bros. Three is the one I like to go back to even more. I, I prefer I far prefer three, but but Super Mario World, I mean. It's still a solid Mario game, now, and if you like Mario, you'll like technically, it. Technically, it came out in 1990, because it did come out yeah. right with the launch, <laughs> the Japanese version of the, the SNES. But, the Super Famicom, yeah. But it came out in late, in late 1990, and it became big in 91, so we're going to count it. Yeah. Uh, we're going to count it. Yeah. Sorry. The North American release was North American 91, release. So. Now, some of these games, it goes the other way, so... The 91 version actually came out in Japan, and then the North American one didn't come out in 92. Yeah. As long as it came out roughly in 1991 or around 1991, yeah. we're going to talk about we're it. We're not super strict about it. Um, <laughs> however, I I shall say we will make this, annex this from the official like ranking of the year. Yeah. So yeah. not let it uh, drag it down or give it any points. Yeah. But, so it won't go either. But way. we still but we're still gonna talk about it. We still played it a bit, and yeah, uh, I mean, I, I no, I really love it, and I I will play it more. But it's not one that I felt like I had to play. I was like, I know Mario. Yeah, and you know, so I, my thoughts on Super Mario World is that the art style is fantastic. Um. Yeah, and you can use the like same sixteen bit graphics for Mario Maker. You can use the world yeah, style, but uh, it's kind of sluggish compared to like Mario 3 and I feel like in some of the later Mario games they are also a little faster. It's just like the control the Mario controls kind of sluggishly. It well I and feel. it feels a little yeah, just slightly off of the controls. Like sometimes yeah. when I felt like I was jumping on a Koopa, just felt like I had to really maybe it was too precise almost with the like precision. Maybe. Yeah. Like I felt like there wasn't enough um, room for error, and it was a little. It's actually, I would say, it's one of the harder Mario games. It is. I've struggled with it more than some of the other ones. Yeah. It just it plays. I don't struggle with three nearly. No. Maybe, maybe but also maybe I've played three more. Well, three, you're a wider so I, Mario. I know, I know the levels <laughs> you know? more. Three's just wider. <laughs> <laughs> but. No, I mean, and yeah, it's yeah, it's zoomed out a little bit more in Mario World. That's another thing that kind of. Yeah. I think if it was a little bit, uh, you know, tighter with the FOV, and just had a more traditional Mario layout, it would, it wouldn't feel that um, hard. But no, it's still a really good Mario game, and I like the cape, and I like Yoshi, and it's got great music. And I like Yoshi. I like that um, you can sacrifice these little dinosaurs to make a bigger jump. You can, yeah. and you will. Yeah. You have to. <laughs> yeah, because he point. doesn't have the like running and jump feature like where he runs in the air. He doesn't have that in this one. Yeah, yeah. You just have to sacrifice him. Yeah, and, and you also can do the regular jump or like the spin jump. Yeah. Where you, you can, can knock enemies yeah. 
off like with the no but jump. super mario world as a baseline for this year already a good start i mean yeah. is it's not like my a mind blower but it's a, just a really good mario game it's not i don't think it needs to be any more than that well uh, yeah it's like if, just, if i had if i just had a snes console and that's one of the games i had it's the only mario game i could play i'd be happy with it but i think yeah. its sequel is what would really take the ser- series as a whole in a really great new direction is yeah super mario world 2 yoshi's island yeah which that's... is when we were talking about the benchmark one where yeah. it has like the cartoon like drawing graphics also also an important thing to note is that uh uh i guess if you include yoshi's island um that is the last uh, side-scrolling Mario game until the Nintendo DS. Yeah, until the new, new Super Mario Bros. Yeah, which was like yeah. 2006. Something yeah, like and that. I I played that one. If we ever when whenever we get to that year, yeah. but yeah, Super Mario World. And then next on the list, I have probably the as far as pop culture goes, we already talked about the guy Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic. that blue fucker. <laughs> no (laughs) yeah well i mean yeah i mean sonic has had two (laughs) movies with james marsden and jim carrey in it yeah so that's pretty good i love jim carrey (laughs) and james marsden yeah and whatever character he is cop yeah (laughs) or just james marsden it's good it's yeah um and i know in the sequel they go a lot more like just this is just a sonic game yeah, like, he's Doctor Eggman now. Oh yeah, because Robotnik and Eggman was he Robotnik in the original game, Doctor Robotnik, or was he Eggman? Um, I feel like it might have been Robotnik. I don't recall. I think it was Robotnik. Um, the the thing with Sonic, so I played a bit of it on the Retro Arc emulator uh, this week, and I don't know. It's it's not that I don't like it at all. It's just that I prefer like more traditional, slower platformers over this. Sonic is a lot of like, at least the the 2D ones are a lot of just like, uh, you just go fast and I don't know what the fuck is going on. You got to go fast. Yeah. <laughs> and and uh, like, I, I remember it took me like several. You don't really get to chew on it. Yeah. You don't it, re- it took really me get several to enjoy the level, level design. It took me several levels into, into it to like real, to kind of like get a hang of like what the fuck I was even doing. Yeah. Well, not, the, it, not like get the hang of the controls, but it's like. Yeah. <laughs> for my more grown up sensibilities, I prefer a Mario. Yeah. But back when I was a kid, I thought Sonic was way cooler. Mario. You got you to gotta go fast. Got to go fast. Yeah. And <laughs> it, I think it was a great showcase of 16-bit graphics and oh, processing. I mean, It's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful game. I love yeah. the level design. Going on the loop-de-loops, collecting the rings, and then losing all your rings when you touch one spiky guy. <laughs> I hated it. But yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And yeah. then you have all the – I mean, Sonic is huge. It, it is – out of all of these games, I could easily say, as far as pop culture significance, this as, is this is the biggest one because this is yeah. Sonic's first appearance ever as an IP yeah, in and, this and, game. It's and, not like we have some other games that are really huge. Well, obviously Mario, but that's already been out. And then we have some other games that, yeah, they're huge IPs. It's the only but Sonic they're not is huge the, IPs because of the the game. Sonic is the only video game character that competes with Mario as far as like. <laughs> wide-reaching pop culture yeah. 
icon type of thing. I mean, like they've made games like Mario versus Sonic at the Olympics. Yeah, well now they because collaborate. that's the whole thing. You have Sonic like, and Smash Bros. Yeah, you know. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, all the creepy passes, all the memes, all the fanfics, all the <laughs> the the movie. I mean, there's so much to Sonic. Yeah, and as soon as you get into the deep Sonic lore, and they got and Sonic went <laughs> edgy at Shadow. some point. Yeah. Mario never went edgy. They've never done edgy Mario. Mario went... Was, Odyssey's a little edgy. It does have that one, like, Dark Souls episode. Yeah. Level, which, <laughs> which, which is a clear inspiration Really from. threw me off I, when I was playing No, that. I remember watching you play that level. I was like, this is legit just a Dark Souls level. Yeah, like, even yeah. the dragon looks like... Look, and it also throws off because the rest of Odyssey is, like, your typical Mario stuff. Well, it's got the real world. Like, you're in New York City. Yeah, but whatever. it's still pretty typical yeah. Mario stuff. And then you get a Dark Soul level, <laughs> and you're and there's like a like a realistic like dragon. Yeah, re- yeah. <laughs> and it looks just like the one from Dark Souls Three. Yeah, right? yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like what the fuck is this? No, but no, yeah, but, Mario's yeah. never gone full on edgy. No, I, I yeah. think the edgiest Mario has been is the Super Mario Bros. movie, where you have the, the yeah, just a couple the weird steampunk kind of yeah. Well, it's and, just like a couple <laughs> fucking Italian plumbers. Yeah. In, in the sewers, the Koopa, uh, the Koopas. Bowser looks like a lizard. Or King, it's King Koopa. It's not even Bowser in that, yeah, is it? Yeah, it's King Koopa. So it's just all kinds of weird. It's a weird uh, movie. Yeah. yeah, very weird. But um, yeah, Sonic, huge. I mean, yeah, that gives us your a lot of points already. As far as the game, I like it, but it's not one I go back to play too it's, that much. It's a good game. Like I, I, I don't, I don't want it to sound like I don't like it at all. It's, but no, it's, it's just, not. Uh, it's not one I go back to play a lot. I mean. Yeah. I used to play it a lot when I was younger, but I mean, it's yeah. I mean, it's I, still really. I good. do nowadays. I I way prefer Mario games over Sonic yeah. games. Um, um, next, I have. Let's talk about some. Actually, let's skip to over to some a little bit more underrated, lesser known ones, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah. At least to me, uh, F Zero. Oh yeah, I played a bunch a of F Zero this week. Uh, just a great racing game. I mean, yeah. it's pretty simple. I mean, you race. Yeah. It's not like Mar- you don't have really power-ups or anything, really. You're just going fast. Yeah. Going fast, and you got to get those drifts right, get those corners right. I I, uh, I found... It's uh, not as nauseating and as frustrating as Super Mario... The original Mario Kart. Oh, yeah. I don't like the original Mario Kart. The original much. Mario Kart and the SNES... Yeah. No, F Zero is. I mean, right. Everything's just square. the racing game genre. I don't think really took off until the 3D era. No, the 3D um, era kicked it but off. There's a few exceptions, and F Zero is definitely one of them. It's, well, and I think they have 3D F Zeros um, or something now. Yeah, they they did they did a couple of those. Um, but it controls very well. I think um, controls surprisingly well. It's very intuitive. I mean, it's just and you get a real simple. sense of speed, and that's the whole point of it, really. And yeah. um, and I appreciate on some of the tracks where it's like. Since, you know, you bounce off of the edges of the track and you bounce off the other cars and occasionally you find yourself in a situation where you're just like like a fucking ping pong ball bouncing yeah. around the track <laughs> and your car explodes. Yeah, it's, <laughs> but no, it's a fun, fast paced game. I mean, it, yeah, it didn't make much of a mark and as far as, as, uh, as, as a series or yeah. IP, but I think it's a good one to know. Although Captain Falcon was always one of my favorite characters in smash bros and he's from f-zero captain falcons oh yeah captain he's Falcon from f-zero is, yeah he's the blue car that's captain wow Falcon. yeah they didn't they 
they don't like do that until the later get the 64 era. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, he's the blue car. I think he's the blue Song car. Song of Place is yeah. a blue car. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's great. No, but um, <laughs> but and it showcases. Uh, I know, just I just remember the Falcon Punch. It showcases the SNES's capability. Well, just 16 bit capabilities where you have. For the first time ever, a moving, changing background where it yeah. look it emulates 3D, you know, where you have a vanishing point and it's a 2D texture ultimately. Yeah, uh, but it looks, but it doesn't like you're in a 3D world at least. Yeah. It does a decent enough job, and a lot of these games uh, use that either in really good ways or and they don't use it at all. Yeah, um, but. But yeah, I think that's an important one to talk about. Another one I'm going to talk about, and I think it's super overrated because I think it, I do not understand it. Um, it is <laughs> the main reason I played it is because it's like the most '90s thing ever. <laughs> Toe Jam and Earl. Um, oh yeah, yeah, I played a little bit of it, and I was just like, no. Nah. <laughs> it you know it's very '90s. It's very you know imagine roller skate arena carpet. Yeah, that's like uh, the backdrop for this game. And you played two Turl, Toe Jam and Earl, two wisecracking rappers from outer space. You're a worm, and you're a yeah. I don't know what the other guy is. He's like a yeah. There it is. <laughs> but um, I know it's got its fans, <laughs> and yeah, it's a. I think yeah, it originally came out in Sega, Sega Genesis. Yeah, it is but, a um, yeah. That, that's very nineties looking. <laughs> yeah, just look wow. at that. But you don't really. I don't get it, man. I mean, you walk. Yeah, you walk around on just a landmass in a void, <laughs> literally in a void. And yeah, it's jipping and jiving, but it is not. It does Toe Jam and Earl for Sega Genesis hold up? The Verge. I'm curious to see I don't think they, so. I mean, as far yeah. as nostalgia goes, sure. But does that count enough? Because I, I don't know what you do in this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just, like, run into people, wacky looking, characters. Yeah, it's like, a jacuzzi <laughs> and a lemonade stand. Yeah, it's just really weird. But I appreciate it for how weird it is. <laughs> and how unapologetically 90s it is. Like, out of all the games, this is probably the most dated. Not because of graphics, but just because it's so 90s. Like, and... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, I'm... Yeah, bees. Yeah, don't fall off the edge. <laughs> but yeah, it's um, it's weird. It's an anomaly of games. I, I don't get it. But uh, I, I want to talk about it because I know it's got its fans. Um, but... Yeah, the, this, this, uh, the Verge article uh, seems to be a fan. They say, wow, would I recommend this game? This is from 2014. Oh, wow. <laughs> Even 2014, unequivocally. <laughs> Just being a friend, after all. Wait, let me read that. It's uh, better to give a present than to receive. Just bring a friend. I wouldn't want it. If someone gave me Toe Jam and Earl, I'd be like, give me something else. Yeah. I'll take a different game. This person says, going solo is missing the point. Bring another person when you play it. No, I'm sure if another friend. That was, you your, mistake. Some that was your mistake. I guess that's my hijink. You didn't call me over to play yeah, Toe that's... Jam and Earl. <laughs> we'll have a Toe Jam and Earl night. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically. like That's the only thing we yeah. play. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to mention that. It's just really <laughs> weird and wacky. And, you know, if you love it, good for you. 
And then I also played, I saw you playing Super Soccer. Yes. And I came out 91? Yes. Super Soccer. Uh, how is it? Uh, I don't like it. As far as gameplay goes. It's confusing. <laughs> it looked confusing. I, I couldn't tell who you were. It took me a while to figure out. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> it doesn't tell you what player you're playing as. <laughs> you just kind of have to, like, not like FIFA, where FIFA has it, like, highlights the player. Or, like, uh, yeah. Retro Bowl. It, it know, doesn't. The, yes. It doesn't do that. <laughs> you're just somebody. I'm sure there's some <laughs> indication that I was missing. Mm. Um, I don't. I yeah. I, I tried it out because I know you played. Uh, I played Super Tennis. It's a sister game there. <laughs> I guess. I, I uh, guess they're kind of similar. Super Tennis. Um, actually, surprisingly, pretty good. Pretty intuitive for a game that came out thirty years ago, especially a sports game that came out thirty years ago because they they don't have a good track record. Yeah. Um, unless you talk about, we could talk about Blood Bowl, but I don't think that came well, out this year. You know, um, with Super Soccer, I, I don't remember what it's called, but a while back I played uh, a na- an old Namco soccer game. Um, yeah. And that controlled better. Mm. <laughs> that made more sense than this. Uh, this just didn't make a lot of sense to me. Didn't look like it made much sense. Yeah, I was. I couldn't good. tell who you were. I don't think you could tell who I you were. I couldn't tell who I was. <laughs> and somebody scored. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't me that scored. I <laughs> But um, um, but yeah, I played Super Tennis, and um, yeah, it's pretty straightforward, and you know, not as confusing because it's only two players. It's tennis, yeah, and uh, <laughs> although it is pretty hard, and it's hard to get your character to move as fast as you want them to, mm. you know, to receive. Uh, but it honestly, as far as like a sports game that came out thirty years ago, it's not too bad. It's pretty nice. good, yeah. Um. I, I'm gonna try that later. It's okay. <laughs> I like tennis games. Uh, um, I, I recall I recall playing a, a like Xbox tennis game with my at my friend's house, and they, it let you make your own tennis players, and we just made like these like seven foot tall green alien. Things. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nice. So, um, what's another one that's not super? Yeah, I got a couple uh, lower tier ones. Well. I, I have lesser I have, I have one to mention that uh, we talked about it in our uh, our first take. Okay, what's that? Uh, a Game Boy game. All right, came out in nineteen ninety one. Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh yeah, and you actually have it. <laughs> I actually and have. You showed me some gameplay, and yeah. I couldn't tell who you were or what was. There's Abe you, Lincoln's. I think you play as Ted. Okay, because there's black hair. Yeah, it seems like Ted. But it's a black and white game. But so. it said like Australia 1899 or something like, like 1806 or something like that. And, <laughs> and there's a bunch of Abe Lincoln. It's kind of akin to like uh, the original su- uh, Mario Bros. Where it's like yeah, you, not you, Super Mario. It's Bros. not a side scroller. It's more kind of Donkey Kong. You're in a, like you, a going up and down an arena. Yeah, and you have you have to collect all the coins. I think they're coins. Yeah, um, and then you finish. Yeah, and then you move on to the next level. Um, and you can't touch the enemies. There's no way to defeat the enemies. I don't think. Um, and it's it's that's weird. always a it's good weird, sign. and it doesn't tell you what they're doing in Australia in nineteen or eighteen oh six or whatever the hell it takes. <laughs> it doesn't tell you that when you start up the game. It's just it's picking just, random times. It, you know, it's just, just uh, like... it's just you, you load up the game, and it's the it's a, like a rad pixelated drawing of Bill's rad. head. Um, I actually do like the artwork from it. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> uh, no, there's an excellent adventure, a bogus journey. There's a game I really uh, 
regret not playing for this, but uh, Terminator uh, Judgment yeah. Judgment Day, which check also out, came out this year. Check out that shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they didn't do Keanu any favors there, or yeah. either of them. Yeah, there's but, the uh, Game Boy Color that, that's version good. of it. Um, and yeah, oh, they have the Game Boy Color version. Yeah, nice. And uh, yeah, and, and you boot up the game. It has the rad picture of Bill and Ted doing a rad pose, and you press start, and it's like Australia, eighteen oh six. And it doesn't tell you anything else. <laughs> and I have no idea what's going on. I always uh, love old games like that. Uh, <laughs> uh, but since you're talking about Game Boy games, uh, I have the TMNT uh, Calabunga Collection Edition or oh, Collection. Yeah. There it is. Nice. And um, <laughs> Wild Stallions. Yeah. But <laughs> it's a rad picture. We have a Bill and Ted episode. <laughs> just sponsoring ourselves there. But yeah, I played the Team and T Calabunga edition. Mm. A lot of games, and a couple of them came out in '91. I won't spoil the, the big one. If you're a Ninja yeah. Turtles fan, you'll know. Um, you better know. But I played uh, <laughs> one of the Game Boy games, and yeah, black and white. Uh, Team and T back from the sewers, and yeah, it's really simple. Just side scroller. You know, you're fighting foot ninjas and everything. You can mm-hmm. only play as one turtle. You pick your turtle. And it's black and white, so the only way you know who it is is by the weapon they have, not by their bandana. Yeah. yeah. Although, in the original Ninja Turtle comics, they all had red bandanas. Mm. Yeah. That's a misconception. I think they added the different colors when the TV show came out. Yeah. So it'd be easier to distinguish them. Also... For toys. Also, the original comics take place in the Daredevil, like... Yeah, it's basically yeah, like, offshoot of Daredevil. It's which, basically in the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, which is because it's yeah. the same radioactive ooze that hit Daredevil's eyes that spilled on the turtles. Yeah, like they were there when Daredevil. Like, like literally, they the were same there. Event. Daredevil's it origin hit. story happened, in, <laughs> and then it, and then the the ooze goes down into the sewer. The sewer, and then mm-hmm. bada bing, bada boom. Yeah, because well, yeah, the Ninja creator turtles. was inspired by Daredevil and all that stuff. And uh, it's also a lot darker than like it's a lot darker than you would think. Yeah, yeah, it's. Uh, and there's the la- the Ninja Turtles last Ronin comics, and they don't reveal oh, which yeah. turtle it is, but there's only one turtle left, and going on a big like old man Logan style adventure. Oh, cool! <laughs> yeah, nice. Old and grizzled. Yeah, <laughs> but how how is the Game Boy? Uh, the Game Boy version, um, it's actually a lot better than I expected. It has some fun animations in there. I got some screenshots, so maybe I'll post them. There's some cool backflips you can do, but it's very, as far as, like, the gameplay, the combat, the gameplay, very simple. You hit a guy, they explode, you know. Nice. Pretty yeah. straightforward. Nothing <laughs> wrong with simple. It's got the classic <laughs> uh, Ninja Turtle, like, uh, in it, like big bosses, enemies, like Rocksteady, Bebop, all that. Nice. And uh, it's got the music, and but it's just the fact that it's black and white. And the fact that, you know, it's a single-player experience. You can only play one turtle at a time. Yeah. That limits its fun factor. It, but it's still a lot better than I thought it would be. It's, uh, and it's cool that they have it on the there's some cool, Calabunga collection. Oh, yeah. There's some cool Game Boy games out there. I can't wait till we get to the uh, a year where the, the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And and I also I played the TMNT um Shredder's Revenge, which is like a spiritual successor mm-hmm. to uh, one of the games I'm going to talk about in a second. And I beat that, and it's just a really great beat up It's the same guys that did the Streets of Rage 4. Yeah. yeah. Uh, like, reboot. Uh, and um, Well, not even reboot, but just sequel. And just really good. And so now I'm playing the Cowabunga edition, and it so happens 
that one of the best games ever came out in 1991. One of the best beat em ups ever. Streets of Rage? Streets of Rage also. <laughs> that did come out in 91. Yeah, I keep forgetting that Streets of Rage, <laughs> original Streets of Rage came out in 91. But uh, Ninja Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time, which is the inspiration for the title of the series, Video yeah. Games in Time. But um, yeah, I mean, it's just great. Yeah, the arcade version came out a couple years earlier in 89, I believe. and But then they ported it to the SNES, and it's titled Team uh, NT4, Turtles in Time. And on that version, you can only pick two turtles, but it's just timeless, man. No pun intended, but <laughs> it the combat's just super smooth. The animations are awesome. I mean, there's so much detail and so much fun. It's colorful. The music is nonstop. It's just an awesome action romp. It's fun to play friends, fun to play by itself, by yourself. And um, it's just... A really great game. Just a really good beat-em-up. It says that the... uh, Or did it come out earlier? The arcade version was 91. Arcade version was 91. The SNES version was 92. Oh, okay. Well, I get... Let's talk about the arcade version. Well, the arcade version, it's... Yeah, it's going to be harder. But it's really good, though. But you get the four turtles, because you can have four players on the big arcade machine. And they also have the arcade version on... um, the Cowabunga collection. Nice. So you can play that version too. Nice. I prefer playing the SNES version because it's just a little bit friendlier. It's a little easier, yeah. a little bit more fun. But however, uh, as far as like the Cowabunga collection goes, and a lot of these collections, it's like an emulator. You can rewind. You can um, yeah. You can save at any point, and um, you get as many lives as you want. Like, yeah. When it says insert the coin, really you just press the start button. And yeah. <laughs> you don't have to actually insert the like coin arcade in, into your Switch. At home. But um <laughs> yeah, it's a ton of fun, great music, great vibes, very colorful, great boss fights. And each turtle has their unique animations and and I just love the details like you can throw a foot ninja towards the screen and he'll come out yeah. you know, towards the screen. Like really good use of the graphics of the time. And uh, it's you get the whole sewer surfing level levels and all that. And I haven't I beaten the arcade version a few years ago, but I'm playing through it again. It's just a really fun time, and it's got me into the Ninja Turtles again. Yeah, I want to get Ninja Turtle stuff now. (laughs) I I I gotta watch the. It's been a long time since I've seen the original movie. Maybe that'd be a good commentary or something at some point. Would be, yeah. But um. Yeah, I mean, Turtles in Time, it's just a timeless game. No, yeah. <laughs> and it's um, re- just a great beat-em-up. And it just it feels very modern. Like, there's a lot of beat-em-ups that I feel like suck. <laughs> I, I'm not a huge fan of beat-em-ups, actually, because I played a lot of shitty ones. But it's so nice playing a good one. Yeah. Uh, and Turtles in Time is a really good one. And... Uh, uh, and I played Streets of Rage, but I have more experience with Streets of Rage Two. Yeah, I've That's played. What a, I play I've the played most. a little bit of Streets of Rage. I mean, I don't really have much to say about it because it's just it's a beat 'em up and it's a solid one. But it's it's nothing more than that, really. Um, yeah, uh, you know. And I played Double Dragon a lot. Yeah, I've played a bit of Double Dragon, um, and I think that came out. I don't think I ever played I, Streets of Rage Two. 
personally. Streets of Rage 2 is the one I play the most. Yeah. But Streets of Rage did come out in uh, 91. It's a pretty important beat-em-up. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, we have two great beat-em-ups in one year. Very important ones. But, yeah, I played Turtles in Time, and, yeah, I just love it. And it doesn't feel like uh, what they did with Shredder's Revenge. They basically just made another Turtles in Time game. And, yeah, it has some updated animations, but it still has a lot of callbacks, and it has a lot of the same animations because they don't really need to do much else to it, just have more levels. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, of beat-em-ups as well mentioning because it's a lot of a lot of fans double dragon three came out uh in 91 oh i've lot, never played that one lot, i've i'm not super familiar with it but you know a lot of fans of the double dragon series uh so i thought we should i thought i'd mention it nice um yeah 91 was huge for beat-em-ups <laughs> as we know um so what else I got? Oh, I also played uh, Super Earth Defense Force. <laughs> oh, how's that? The first of the Earth Defense Force series, as far as I know. Yeah. Because you have all those janky, cheap, like, Earth Defense Force games now. Yeah. <laughs> and Super Earth Defense Force, it has the benefit of being at least a 16-bit graphics. So, you know, it. <laughs> I feel like <laughs> bad 3D graphics are more dated. Or yeah, less timeless. Yeah. It's just more, ugh. It's just like uh, the polygons. like uh, but <laughs> <laughs> Because they still release those games with bad 3D graphics. You know, that's the thing. Yeah. But they're like, just like, they just roll them out, you know. <laughs> but they are fun. And I, I played Super Earth Defense Force. And you can pick any weapon you want at the start. And I recommend pr- picking the special laser. Because the special laser just shoots everything uh, <laughs> automatically for you. makes it pretty easy but no it's a still a really hard game though like as soon as you get get hit a few times your ship blows up and you have to restart from the beginning yeah um but it's just a side scroller shooter yeah nothing fancy i mean it's uh it's cool but um we've been avoiding some of the really big games so the first one i want to talk about I'll have one more game I want to talk about that okay. I got to play. Uh, Joe and Mac, also known as Caveman Ninja. Oh, I don't, I'm not familiar and with that one. I was not familiar at all, but I saw it on the Switch catalog, and it, it came out in 91, so I was like, let's <laughs> play it. And, yeah, you play as a caveman, and then you fight other cavemen, and you fight dinosaurs. And nice. I got to fight a T-Rex in the first level. Oh, cool. Rad. You throw bones at people. You have a club. <laughs> Sounds like a rad game. <laughs> it, it <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty rad. It, but it and apparently it was an arcade game originally. Then they ported it to SNES, and mm-hmm. I could see how it could be a fun arcade game. And it's um, but as far as the graphics go, it's it's more dated than the other ones. Yeah. It doesn't have like a appeasing style to me. It's just like let's mm. just do a 16-bit game and kind of yeah. rush it out. Yeah, and it doesn't have like a particular art style, but it's fun. It's uh. I would continue playing it, maybe. Nice. Maybe. <laughs> Take that with a grain of salt. Take that maybe with a grain of salt. Yeah. But no, it's a it's a lesser known game that I thought I'd mention. Apparently Duke Nukem came out this year. Yeah. Did not realize that. Not Duke Nukem 3D. The original. The notable, yeah. The MS-DOS 91 game, Duke Nukem. 
Nice. And I uh, heard Duke Nukem, the new one. What is it called? Uh, Duke Nukem, like Ultra Deluxe, or what is it called? But the latest Duke Nukem. Yeah, I heard it really sucks. <laughs> All of the Duke Nukem games except Duke, for, like, Nukem, Duke Nukem Forever. Nukem. Yeah, I heard that one's oh, really bad. That's one of the worst. <laughs> just like, <laughs> like games. <laughs> yeah, it's just a really bad game. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah. So. Oh wow, the top down. Yeah, old Duke Nukem. Nice. Um, Duke Nukem 3D, I think, is the only like notable one. Good Duke yeah, Nukem good one, game. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, uh, let's get into. So we already talked about a couple of the big ones. Yeah, Turtles in Time, um, Super Mario World. Oh, also Super Goal Ghouls and Ghosts. Oh yeah, I like that game. It's very hard. It's yeah, I, I like it though. I like the aesthetic. It's spooky. It's got good music. It's not. Da, a, um, da, 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 da. Yeah, it's not a very long game. No, it isn't. Um, but it is because it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, if you're perfect at it, yeah, you I've, could beat it in like I've twenty never, minutes. I've never beaten it, but it, it's very, very unforgiving. Well, yeah, you get hit twice and you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and you have to restart all the way. <laughs> so the yeah it's but it's, it's good though the dark souls of its time yes are one of the dark souls of its time or maybe dark souls is the super ghouls and ghosts of, of its, its time, time. <laughs> I'm start, i guess you could i'm gonna start insisting. oh that's very super that's very uh ghouls and ghost like yeah i'm gonna start it's not saying uh, souls like <laughs> Whenever the next uh, from software game comes out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you write a review for it and say it's, it's very, very ghost, <laughs> super ghost and goals like actually. Uh, no, but uh, <laughs> you throw the lances, you get different power ups, and yeah, yeah, you get your armor knocked off, and you're in your uh, boxer briefs. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's like... uh, yeah, it's fun. But I think out of that genre, that kind of s- style, there's a game that definitely beats it. That came out the same year, Super Castlevania. Four. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a remake of the original Castlevania for the NES, and um, on our original recording, we just went on and on about how great it is, and it is great. But I do have some complaints this time, because yeah. I'm on one of the last levels. I'm in like stage eight two. Yeah. I'm. Uh, I tried to beat it before this, but even with the save feature of the emulator. Mm-hmm. on the collection i got frustrated <laughs> and um i'll tell you platforming is not what it's known for yeah that that is the and it has some later on in the game there's a lot of platforming sections that are incredibly frustrating uh where the spikes they kill you instantly because everything else you have a health bar yeah. right yeah. and it does damage you and you, you know you can get through it and if you're good enough with your whip and everything, but the spikes they kill you instantly. And there's yeah. some sections of the game where they're so inconveniently placed. If you're not extremely precise with your jumps, <laughs> you die and you have to restart. And that's kind of where I got stuck, uh, somewhere around stage eight, section two. But anyways, that's my only complaint. I think. The platforming sections are a little bit lackluster because they're just so frustrating. And I can imagine playing it back when it came out. Yes, it has the password function, luckily. Yeah. But, however, without the convenience of just a 
quick save function on an emulator. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, uh, it could get pretty frustrating. However, the music, the graphics, the style, the gameplay—it's still fantastic. It's I mean, I like this game. I, I had the SNES uh, classic uh, emulator console. Yeah, and I played the shit out of Super Castlevania. 4. Yeah, and I played the shit out of it for this, and um, it's. Yeah, I mean it's it's a classic. I mean, you I was getting to the point with the combat at least, I was getting really good like with doing my diagonals for the bats or going up or you know and Yeah. Uh, and I love that you, know, you you can go in different directions with your whip and stuff and you can even twirl it around to do stuff with. Yeah. Get different power-ups, you get the freeze time power-up. I hate those Medusa heads, I will say that. I do it, yeah. <laughs> and I did take screenshots. I got pretty high up in the game just to prove it to you i have screenshots they're real <laughs> screenshots <laughs> and um and i love the fact and i talked to you about this last time it kind of put me back in that like dark souls state of mind where i'm like i can't just breeze through this i have to actually pay attention yeah at least on the boss fights like uh, on the first boss fight the skeleton rider guy he yeah. killed me the first time because I was just fucking around, and then I actually pay attention to his attack patterns, and then I got him. And yeah, then it's, th- throughout it's the game, challenging I, enough, but it's rewarding. And yeah, it's, but it's not super ghouls and ghosts type of. No, relentless. it's not like just relentless. It's very fair, and like if you die, except for the spikes. <laughs> yeah. Um, those platforming levels. However, they do some really, like, in the later stages, there's a stage where the whole backdrop is going around and around and around. Yeah. It's really trippy, and it's a really good use of that technology. And and then you have parts where you have to jump on the swinging chandelier. Yeah. That's frustrating, because basically... <laughs> it's not like a mar it's not like how Mario is where you can trust that you will jump enough and that you'll make it and you have enough control because Castlevania's platforming is not precise it's not a platform no that's the thing. it has it's... platforming elements yeah but that's, that's really not... just an action adventure game yeah but however in all the Castlevanias have this where you can walk up the stairs. I mean, and not many games you could do that. You would have to just jump to the next platform. But in this one, you walk on. St- However, I will say when you're stuck on the stairs, that can be a little frustrating sometimes. Yeah. Because your character's just stuck on the stairs. But no, and but Castlevania 4 is a classic, and I still love it. But now that I got to play it more, I got a little bit more criticisms. Mostly the platforming sections. It could have done without those <laughs> or improved on them. Yeah. But uh, either way, it's still a really good game. And it's considered, we, we looked at the list of like games, best games of all time of each year. Yeah. And Super Castlevania 4 is one of them. Also one that I don't think either of us got to play for this episode. But the first Civ game came out. Yeah. Civilization. It's a... Uh... Kind of a big deal of a game, uh, <laughs> RTS. Yeah, um, I'm not. I'm not personally as big of a fan of the Civ games, but I play other RTS games. Like, like I'm, I'm a big fan of Total War. Yeah, that whole franchise, and it owes so much to Civ. Civ. Yeah, yeah. Um, Did so, Civ Six just come out? Yeah, yeah. Not too Civ long Six ago. Is the most recent one. Um, but yeah, 1991. Uh, for but yeah, MS basically Plus. one of the first RTS games. Yeah. That one is also a big deal. <laughs> it's yeah. where it's where they you had the uh, originally it was a glitch in the first game 
that uh, when you got to a certain level, Gandhi, you know, India. Gandhi. Because they have, like, world leaders who are, like, yeah. leaders. So, like, Gandhi is India in the Civ games. Oh, right. Um, and it was, like, a glitch where you get to a certain level of progression <laughs> and India would become, like, really nuke-happy. <laughs> <laughs> and like really aggressive, and it's sense that has, doesn't quite line and up. And it's sense has become a staple in the franchise <laughs> really? of like you get to a certain level, uh, and India becomes like really aggressive, <laughs> and we'll start nuking. So now it's just a staple. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> that's great. Yeah, because uh, yeah, it, it's like the Gandhi is a, a world leader in it. Is their aggression level is like set to zero? Yeah, but it would glitch out and like set to ten. Uh-oh. <laughs> Which I assume is the max. Yeah, I think so, yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a game we haven't talked. Well, and also Final Fantasy IV, but I don't think that's a landmark. I, I think Final Fantasy wouldn't really get its footing until seven. I, I think that's yeah, the one that really... Um... Well, seven they 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 switch up the switch it up a little bit. Final Fantasy four is important because uh, before that game, all the characters were like either you had a jack of all trades hero or you had like generic characters that had a class. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy four, which in the U.S. was Final Fantasy two, because they skipped they skipped two and three, two and three in the and U.S. That was um, the first sequel. Yeah. In the US. Um, it was the first one in the series that had like unique characters with unique play styles. Yeah. As your party. Yeah. I think that was on the SNES uh console you had. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. playing it some. And it is good. I like those old Final Fantasy games. They're they're just very long. Yeah, they are long. <laughs> but out of all these games, well, oh, uh, Mega Man 4 came out. Mega- A lot of games came out. But- I want to talk real quickly about um Street Fighter 2. Street Fighter 2. Because uh, I like this game a lot. Well, I mean, it's a staple of fighting games. Yeah. Um, I went back and played it recently, and uh, it's just as fun, if not more fun, than some newer fighting games. Uh, oh, it's a staple. Yeah, and obviously it's so influential because it invented by accident the combo feature of fighting games. Yeah. Um, it was just like a glitch. Really? Yeah, well, it, it was not intended, but players found a, found out that just, like, it was unintentional, they, but they found out that you could chain together attacks. Oh, wow. As a combo. <laughs> that was not an intentional feature. Of, I guess not, glitch isn't the right word, uh, but it, wasn't a, it was not an intentional feature of the f- fighting system in Street Fighter 2. It was just kind of a side effect of something you could do oh. with it. And now that's um, a staple. I mean, you got to do your combos. Yeah, you have to do combos <laughs> yeah. in fighting games. Uh, um, and Street Fighter 2 invented it by accident. <laughs> um, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably the most famous, like, uh, players figuring out um, things that the developers did I did not, not know that. Yeah, yeah. That was the developers didn't intend for combos to be a thing. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. I love that was a happy accident. Yeah. <laughs> but the last game I think we should talk about, uh, probably I would argue the most notable this year, just as far as games go, not pop, maybe not necessarily pop culture relevance. Yeah, we can give that to Sonic, but Legend of Zelda: A Link to the Past. I, lo- I love this game. <laughs> That's a game I intend on beating. Yeah, 
I I just I really really like this. It's game. just it's, a really good game. It <laughs> set the standard for Zelda games, both art style and everything else. Um, well, yeah, I mean it's probably what I said to you last time uh, on our original recording. Out of all these games, all of them, it felt the most modern. Yeah. Like it felt like it could have it could have came out now under an indie developer. Yeah, you know, yeah, like this, this could just be a modern game. Like everything about it feels like modern. Re- recently, uh, Square Enix has been coming out with it's got a like, proper save um, feature, Octopath it, oh. Traveler, and uh, Triangle Strategy. These like return to the old school Final Fantasy games. Yeah, I, if like Nintendo said like we're gonna do a return to these old school Zelda games, it would be exactly like Link to the Past. Yeah, well, and then like, they did Link's <laughs> Awakening remake, right? Yeah, yeah. There's like I, a 3D I still want to get that tunish. Art style Toon Link, yeah. um, remake of Link's Awakening. But Link to the Past, I, I I mean, I just adore everything about it. The music, the art style really helps uh, keep it not, you know, not as dated because, yeah. yeah, it's 16-bit graphics, but they do such a great job with the sprite designs and, like, just, like, Link. He's got pink hair now and he's, like, a... <laughs> yeah, uh, he's the most unique link I've seen in a while. I think, you know? yeah, and, I think so. Um, but um, everything has just a fun. It's not quite cartoony, but it's just got a really good art style. Just a really fun, just like it's a little cartoony. Um, but it just everything about it. I just love the color palette, the way they do uh, the structures and depth and dungeons, like when you go downstairs and stuff. And yeah. also with the combat, you know, your sword, you see your sword follow a path. Yeah, it, it, it does and this. You can uh, hit multiple enemies at once. You it know? does and, this. Yeah, it, and it follows a path, and it's not like directly in front of you. It's kind of off to the side slightly, and yeah, this arc. So you can do different um, angles. And yeah, different... and and your enemies hold out their shields and their swords in a way where you have to kind of fence around them. Yeah, you know, which is cool. Well, and you can actually fence with them, which yeah. is fun. <laughs> and just, uh, I got as far. I beat the like early quest where you rescue Zelda. Yeah, that's as far as I got because then I spent most of my time playing Castlevania. I got past the um, first. Uh, I got the the Amulet of Courage this week. When I was nice. It. Um, and I finally, yeah, I'm finally out in the world where it just yeah. says find a master and, sword, and find a, amulets. And here's the cool thing: it does. So it says like fi- do this stuff, but like you'll find you'll go into a dungeon, and you'll find there's you you get stuck, like you can't progress. And you're like, why? And then you go, you you got to go back out in the world, explore, and find items. Yeah, to help. And you have to go back to the dungeon, but it saves your progress in the dungeon. So if you go in the dungeon, you explore, and you find the map to the dungeon, mm-hmm. um, and then you need to go out and uh, find more. You stuff. don't have to redo everything. Yeah, you, you, you when you go back the into the dungeon, uh, you still have the map for it. Yeah, um, the enemies respawn, but uh, but yeah, yeah, but it's the and so by the time you get to the final boss of the dungeon. There's a lot of backtracking in the dungeons, so fi- by the time you get to that point, you know the dungeon really well, and nice. you kind of just like speed your way your way through the dungeon. Yeah, it's just, and the, the whole idea of getting lost in games. I mean, Zelda really helped start that. The original yeah. Legend of Zelda, where it's just like, 
just go. Here's your sword. Go. Yeah. yeah <laughs> go out in this world. Uh, <laughs> uh, and this one has a little bit more direction because it does have a map and markers for where the dungeons are. Yeah, this was kind of their, uh, they did the original Zelda. They did Zelda 2 Link's Adventure, <laughs> which is a weird side scrolling. Really game. weird. I don't um, like it. <laughs> yeah, it's the hardest Zelda game. Yeah, and I don't um, like it, Colton. I don't either. <laughs> uh, and then this was weird. them going, that was weird. Yeah. Uh, let's go back to Does the original format, yeah. but let's Top give down. you more of a, a direction. A little bit more of direction, but it's still very open. Yeah. And, you know, Zelda, Link to the Past, was considered one of the best games of all time when it came out. Yeah. And, and now we have Breath of the Wild, which is one of the best games of all time also. Yeah. So it just shows that Zelda... Different Zelda, Zelda fans, at its highest, it's one of the best games you can get. Different Zelda fans will say, but different Zelda does games. have his lows. Yeah, the, it'll, different Zelda fans will say different games are their favorite, but this yeah. is always on the list of yeah. like, people argue for this one. No, as um, far as uh, 2D Zelda, I, I don't think you can really beat this. Yeah, yeah, and and they came out with it later on the <laughs> Game, Game Boy, Boy Color Advance. Oh yeah, um, Advance, yeah. With the Four Swords Adventure, that I remember playing that version originally. My cousin had it. Yeah, yeah. a good version. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Um, I guess like official artwork is like Link is blonde, <laughs> still. But in the game, he's he's got pink hair. Yeah, I mean, canonically that's... <laughs> he's blonde, but like, yeah, is pink hair in the actual game. the sprite? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> which I like though. We're not talking about. The I don't like soda. how his little cap like kind of bounces as you run around yeah and like his animations <laughs> when you pull items or it's too heavy you know and like yeah. uh and you could throw the pots you it's know, a really traditional pretty game and they did yeah, a good job just as a really like, good color palette like you said like oh if, and uh, if this game if someone were to make this game now it has the type of animations and art style that you would expect out of an indie developer and yeah. also it's just like um i i love the addition of I, I don't remember seeing this in a lot of games of the time or any really where you have to like in the dungeons, if it's dark, you have to light a torch and it actually lights up the dungeon. Yeah. Like that's, that's just a fun feature and yeah. just like something I don't see in a lot of and games they, and, of that time. And again, and, they don't tell you to do that, but you can, you just discover that you can. Yeah. You know, and well, because I had the, the lantern. Yeah. And I was like, wait, I'm going to try lighting up this torch, and it, voila, it worked. Yeah, and, they, and do, they do go out eventually. They do go out eventually, yeah. and the more you light, the brighter the colors become. And yeah. it's not like it has, like, real ambient light. No, it's a 16-bit game. Yeah. But it's cool seeing that actually happen and yeah. seeing that being a thing you can do. I, I appreciate details in games. And as far as details go, as far as gameplay goes, I mean, this game just tops it. I mean, it's just... It did it when I was playing this. It did not feel like I was playing a thirty-year-old game. It felt like yeah. I was just playing a really good game. That's why that, that's, <laughs> that's just, um, it hold, hold, holds up so well. And like uh, and with Castlevania, yeah, it feels more dated than this one as far as the graphic style goes. But it still felt very good. But it felt like a game of its time. But Link to the Past. Just felt like a really good game, just a good Zelda game. Yeah, like you could tell me it came out, and you could never tell me what year it came out, and I might not be able to guess. I might guess the nineties, but I also might say, "Oh, was this just like a 
retro remake of something. It is it's also, just... fun fact, one of the only Zelda games to have gotten an actual sequel. Really? Yeah, on the Nintendo a DS. A Link Between Worlds. Link Between Worlds they did on the DS. Wasn't well, every Zelda game a sequel? Well, most Zelda games a are different like... different timelines or whatever? Di- well, they all take place in the same timeline, although there's a timeline split. Except for it's... Breath of the Wild. Which like maybe takes place in post-apocalypse, maybe I don't know. It's weird. They have different (laughs) timelines and stuff like that. But I mean, like, you know, the idea in the Zelda franchise is that Zelda and Link are reincarnations of like, so the in Skyward Sword, which is the game that came out before Breath of the Wild, um, that's the first canonical like game in the timeline. Wait, which one? Uh, Skyward Sword. Skyward Sword is? Is the first game canonically in the timeline. Really? It's the origin of the Master Sword and the oh. origin of, of Link and the and Zelda as like, and every Link you play as is a reincarnation of that Link. They're not the same person. Um, And same with Zelda. Um, but there's a couple games where you actually do play as the same um Link and uh, I don't know if I don't know if uh, it's technically the same Link in a Link Between Worlds, but it is like an actual story sequel to A Link to the Past. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's a fun fact. And um, we talked about this on our first recording, but um, so here's a on Wikipedia the list of like the best games of all time, and here's. And all the years before this, yeah, they have some big years, but 91 is huge. I mean, yeah, you have the first Civ, Final Fantasy IV, Legend Zelda, Link to the Past. You have, oh, yeah, Monkey Island 2. We forgot to talk about that this time. Yeah, yeah, that's a good game. The Chucks, were, they just made the sequel to that one, I yeah, think. Yeah, the sequel, and they re-released... Uh, you can uh, get the, the originals. The originals uh, where you can like switch between the art styles and stuff. Nice, the new that's art style cool. And the old one. And so, Monkey Island Two, Sonic the Hedgehog, Street Fighter Two, and Super Castlevania Four. Yeah, all came out in '91. Yeah. <laughs> and also, '91. Uh, while it wasn't the year 16-bit came out. It was the year that really ushered it in commercially with the SNES. Yeah, because the, the Genesis technically started 16-bit, but the but this was the huge wave of that yeah, generation. People consider the era to have started with the release of the SNES. Yeah, so yeah, really great year, really great games, and uh, we got to play them, which is great. And next time we do this, uh, we will do the same. We will play the games and that we can, and we'll talk about it. But anyways. Yep. Running out of time here, but so we ranked 2012 uh, a C. Yeah, and I remember on our original recording of this year we ranked it an S. Would you still rank this year an S? I would still rank it as an S tier. Yeah, yeah. I would too. I have yeah. a, a little bit more reservations this year, mostly my frustrations with Castlevania Four's platforming yeah, sections. But you know, but I can't let that drag the whole year down. Yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> and I still love that game, and I'm still gonna beat it. Still a good um, game. It's, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, you have a new console, the SNES. You have sixteen sixteen bit graphics. Yeah, there's my timer, <laughs> and. 
really great games. You have Sonic, huge pop culture staple. You have Link to Pass, still one of the best games ever. Yeah. You have Super Castlevania 4. You have Super Mario World. You have Super Goals and Ghosts. Even though it's hard, it's still a good game and influential. And you have the first Civ. You have Monkey Island 2. I mean, yeah, it's a big year. It's a really yeah. good year. Great, and great year. Just... It may change its position depending on other years we review in yeah. the future. Um, if we believe a different year is just so much better, it might go down to A. Yeah. But I think right now, let's keep it an S. For now, S tier. S tier, yeah. S tier year for video games. And 2012 C tier still. It's always yeah, a B. That's, it, it seems, could, that seems right for 2012. There was only one game that kept it from being D tier. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyways... Yeah, there's our episode on the video games that came out in 1991. We will see you next week for a completely different episode, but we will also see you for another... Or, or the same episode. Or the same thing, again. Just... <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep doing this episode over okay. and over. Just record it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, but we will continue this series. We'll spread it out throughout our episodes, but do plan on one of these again if you enjoyed this. We will pick a completely different year randomly uh, with a year generator and everything. And it'll be a fun time because we get to play video games and talk about them. Yeah, so hopefully that's... we don't get a weird year like 2007. Watch watch, watch us get 2007. <laughs> Either way, we will see you next week for whatever we do. Uh, check, uh, Follow us on Instagram at oddrunkpod. It's O-D-D-D-R-O. I mean, D... <laughs> Not D-R-O. O-D-D-D-R-U-N-K-P-O-D. Audrunk Pod at Instagram. And uh, give us a rating or review on whatever you listen to. That really helps uh, people yeah. find us if you get a, give us a good review. And um, on Apple Podcasts or Sp- Spotify, all you got to do is give us some stars. You yeah. don't even have to write anything uh, <laughs> if you don't feel like that. But we would appreciate any feedback. And if you want direct contact with us, yeah, just hit us up at Pod on Instagram. And that's where we have all our pictures that go along with our episodes and everything. And if you want to get really intimate with us, check it up, check us out on our Facebook group, Audrunk Pod Squad. Yeah. And everything uh, I talked about will be in our link tree in the description. And yeah, just keep yeah. on... Tell your friends. Tell your friends. Tell your grandma. Say, when you're at Thanksgiving <laughs> yeah. dinner, say, yeah. say to your grandma, hey, hey, grandma, have you listened to the Odd Drunk podcast? <laughs> yeah, make that a topic of conversation. Hey, if you're, as soon as your grandparents get into politics, mention us. Talk about yeah. the Odd Drunk podcast. That's a good icebreaker that will uh, yeah. derail the topic. Yeah, as soon as someone and, just um, uh, if mentions anything, anything political. Be like, oh, ha- have you heard of the Odd Drunk podcast? Yeah. They don't get political that much. <laughs> we try not to no out of other podcasts i listen to we really don't so yeah. I, I i like it that. happens but it happens sometimes sometimes but um we're just here to have a jolly good time yeah we're we're having a jolly good time and we yeah. hope you have a jolly good time uh with whatever you're doing yeah anyways we'll see you <laughs> next week roll that outro this is not a test i repeat this is not a test The Odd Drunk Podcast recommends you follow their Instagram and join their Facebook group for more fun content. To visit all of our current streaming and social media platforms, visit the link tree in the description. If you enjoy the show, 
we would be appreciated it if you would leave a review on Apple Podcasts. The Odd Drunk Podcast would like to remind you to drink responsibly and not to drink and drive. Okay Colton you can roll the outro now.